My name is Lily Madden, and I'm a proud Aranda, Bunjalung, Kalkadun woman from Gadigal country. The Daily Oz acknowledges that this podcast is recorded on the lands of the Gadigal people and pays respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander nations. We pay our respects to the first peoples of these countries, both past and present. Just a heads up, in this episode we do mention suicide, so if you're not in the right headspace to listen to this, you can check back in tomorrow morning. Good morning and welcome to The Daily Oz. It's Tuesday the 5th of December. I'm Zara. I'm Nina, TDA's pod producer. Standing in for Sam. A federal court ruling means it's illegal for doctors to give patients information about voluntary assisted dying via telehealth. This is despite voluntary assisted dying being legal now in every single state in Australia. So how did this ruling occur and what will it mean moving forward? We'll let you know in today's deep dive, but first, the headlines. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese has announced that Labor MP Peter Murphy has passed away. Murphy was the member for the Victorian seat of Dunkley. Two weeks after being sworn into Parliament in 2019, Murphy received a second cancer diagnosis after initially being diagnosed with breast cancer in 2011. Murphy had been serving in Parliament until last week. Albanese called her the most inspiring of colleagues and the very best kind of friend. This Parliament was a better place for Peter Murphy being elected to the House of Representatives. This country was a better nation for her contribution. May Peter Murphy rest in peace. The Gold Coast has pulled out its bid to host the Commonwealth Games in 2026, citing a lack of government funding. The mayor of the Gold Coast, Tom Tate, said the community's vision for the Games did not align with the vision of the state or federal governments. This comes after Victoria pulled out the bid in July. A volcano has erupted in Indonesia, leaving 11 climbers dead and 12 people missing. Mount Merapi in western Sumatra erupted on Sunday, with ash reaching as high as three kilometres. There were 49 climbers who were evacuated from the area, and searches for the missing people have been paused after a second, smaller eruption occurred on Monday. And the good news. Scientists have discovered that chin-strap penguins have thousands of microsleeps each day during breeding season. That's so that they can stay alert to look after their baby chicks. The Korean Polar Research Institute studied a chinstrap colony in Antarctica for two weeks and found the species' countless microsleeps of around four seconds each added up to an average of around 11 hours of sleep a day. That sounds like something I should do. Nina, I do feel like, especially in the last few weeks, there has been a lot of news about Mm. voluntary assisted dying, um, both on a state level and now on a federal level. But I'm also hyper aware that in the news we use a lot of acronyms. So you might have read it as VAD, so voluntary assisted dying. Before we go into kind of the news hook, why we're talking about it today, I did just want to explain what voluntary assisted dying actually means. So essentially, voluntary assisted dying or VAD allows eligible people with life-threatening illnesses to choose the time and the manner of their death. So you might know it as euthanasia. It's certainly something that has existed for quite a while, but only recently have we really seen it take its legal form in Australia. The term voluntary, involuntary assisted dying is important because it's a choice that people in these situations can make when they're approaching the end of their life. You mentioned that we got some news out of New South Wales that it was now allowed there. Mm, mm. What's the status about where voluntary assisted dying is currently legal and where is it still not legal? 
So New South Wales became the last state in Australia, and I say state quite deliberately, to pass laws allowing voluntary assisted dying. So in New South Wales now, to access voluntary assisted dying, a person must be 18 years or older, and they must have a disease, illness, or medical condition that would cause death in six to 12 months. So that's in New South Wales. The reason I said state so deliberately is because it's not yet legal in the ACT or the Northern Territory. Both territories have flagged that they're looking into making it lawful because the federal government recently changed its laws. I actually think we did an episode. We have. I was going to say, there are some really interesting reasons about why this, the territories don't have these kind yes, of laws. and it's because they actually couldn't until very recently make their own laws on things like euthanasia or voluntary assisted dying. And I'll, I'll pop a link to one of those episodes a in the show notes. podcast producer you are, Nina. <laughs> uh, so actually in the ACT, the government's introduced voluntary assisted dying laws there. If those are passed, it could mean that the ACT could have the most progressive voluntary assisted dying laws in the country, but that hasn't yet passed. So voluntary assisted dying is pretty much legal across the country and in all of the states and the the territories are moving forward. Why are we talking about this today? So despite it now being legal in every state, in Australia, we live in a federation. So there are state laws and there are federal laws. And at a federal level, there was a doctor, his name's Dr. Nick Carr, who brought a case that said that at a federal level, it wasn't clear whether doctors could give patients advice about voluntary assisted dying over the phone. So at a federal level, what was the point of contention? What was causing confusion for doctors? So under Australian law, inciting suicide through a carriage service... What's a carriage? Yeah, it's just phone, video call or email, so i.e. like not Mm face-to-face. That's considered a criminal act. So for Dr. Carr, he said that there was a bit of a grey area in the law because, of course, as we've said, at a state level, it was legal for a patient to ask a doctor for advice on voluntary assisted dying. But at a national level, it's illegal to incite someone to suicide over the phone or on a video call. And so essentially what emerged was this discussion about whether or not doctors could provide this health advice around voluntary assisted dying in a telehealth forum, so on the phone, or whether they were actually committing a criminal action in doing so. When I heard about the story, I was a bit confused because I kind of thought, how important is telehealth in these situations? But it hadn't really occurred to me that I guess for people who are seeking voluntary assisted dying, they might be so ill that actually going to see a doctor is really hard. A hundred percent. So there's those people that are in that situation. If you then think about who else might be affected, so say you are very ill, you are then also perhaps regional or rural you now have two reasons why it's incredibly difficult to be able to seek out medical help. But ultimately, it was those people that this doctor said was going to be disadvantaged the most by these laws. And when he took that argument to court, what Mm. did the court say? What was decided? So the federal court did acknowledge that there was this inconsistency between state and federal laws and that there was this grey area. And that's nothing new. I mean, that's the way federation... (laughs) Exactly. That is so complex. Uh, But the judge presiding over the matter, Justice Wendy Abraham, said that if doctors do give information about voluntary assisted dying to patients via telehealth, then they would fall foul of the criminal code uh, and that they would actually then be committing a crime. So essentially what it means now is that it is a criminal offence for doctors to provide that advice over the phone, over Zoom, over any of those sorts of 
carriages, as they call it. And you mentioned it was a doctor who brought this forward, presumably a doctor with some concern about what would happen if they were in a position where they were convicted for doing something like this. So how did he respond when this court ruled that it wasn't lawful? Well, he said, and I quote, it's an enormous disappointment for terminally ill people in rural and regional Australia who are too ill to travel to medical appointments to seek voluntary assisted dying pretty clear there what he thinks about that ruling. Mm. And what has the government said? You know, is there any plans to change the laws? So we reached out to the government shortly after the federal court handed down its decision. At that point, they said that they had seen the decision, but they didn't really tell us much else. We did hear from a Teal Independent, Kate Cheney, who is quite a strong advocate in this space, certainly had a lot to say about it. And She said that she'd spoken to a couple of people who were very ill and had driven for hours to meet doctors in a car park to receive a prescription. For her, she said that she doesn't believe criminal laws should apply to doctors trying to provide advice to patients as a way of cutting those really long journeys, especially when one is so fragile or so ill. Kate Cheney's office also confirmed to us that she will introduce legislation next year that would seek to reverse the court's decision and said she'd spoken to the Attorney General about changing the laws, but at this point it's not clear if the government would support it and it would be pretty hard to get up if the government didn't support it. So definitely one to keep an eye on. It is, and I think that there's always going to be discussions had around, you know, there's obviously the big moral question about voluntary assisted dying and people will fall into different positions on that depending on any number of things, how they see the world, their religion, whatever else. I think that though when it comes to how it works practically, this is a very new thing that governments are now having to deal with and I suspect that there will be these like very practical elements that perhaps won't reflect community sentiment for a while, but I think that's just the nature of the law. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Daily Oz. If it did bring up anything for you, you can always call Lifeline on 13 11 14. Sam and Zara will be back again tomorrow. Until then, have an excellent day.